I'm Peyton. And I'm Carrie. And welcome to Who the Hell Cares? The podcast bringing you all the weird, thrilling, hilarious, and creepy facts and the stories behind them. Good morning, Pepe. Good morning! I have a fact for you this week about something that you really, really like. What? What? Are you ready to hear it? Yes. American Horror Story is based on a few real hotels. What? You knew that. Yeah, just a little bit, though. But you don't know all the facts. No. But you do love American Horror Story. Yeah. Okay. Fan mail, anybody? Fan mail. (laughs) Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about one of the hotels that inspired this. Okay. And this might not be one that you know, because it's very, very old. Okay. Have you ever heard of H.H. Holmes? No. No. Okay. Sounds familiar, but no. Sounds like a realtor company. Well. Realtor? Realtor? Well, you definitely don't want to go hang out with him. Why? He's one of the most prolific serial killers in the 19th century. He's said to have killed more than 200 people. God damn. That's more than the Night Stalker. He, that's more than Jeffrey Dahmer. He confessed to 28. Oh. But only nine of them have ever been confirmed. Oh. They believe he killed more than 200. Okay. So H.H. H. Holmes built the World's Fair Hotel. Okay. He built this so that tourists that were coming to the World's Fair would come and stay in his hotel. And this made it a really, really good place for serial killer hunting. Yeah. Because these were these were travelers. Well yeah, and they're travelers. So some of them may not be missed until a while down the road. Yeah. So this awesome World's Fair hotel, a little hotel of horrors, it has three floors. Three floors, okay. And a basement. The first floor had a pharmacy, a blacksmith shop, a barber, a jewelry store, and a restaurant. Well, I want to go to this hotel. I don't think you do, because we're not done yet. The but top a jewelry store. There's jewelry stores not in the hotel of horrors. <laughs> the top floor was H.H. H. Holmes' residence. Okay. So there was a basement, and then there was the second floor. On the second floor, uh-huh. it had 35 windowless rooms. Yeah, no. Stairs and doors that went to nowhere. It's like a Coraline. Trap doors, secret passages. Coraline. (laughs) And stairs that opened to drop to the alley below. Oh my god. I've seen that You walk up the stairs, open the door, and walk out to your death. Yeah, I've seen that before. So some of the rooms were soundproof. Some had peepholes drilled in the walls. Oh my god. Some were connected to a gas line. So that he could feed the gas into the room, watch through the peepholes as they asphyxiate or smother, suffocate. Oh my god. Wouldn't that make him suffocate? Because he has a peephole. I'm sure he was probably wearing a gas mask or something. Or like had a glass through his peephole. Mm-hmm. This is this where... dude's smart. So like, you know, soundproof room so nobody can hear them screaming as you're hacking up their bodies or doing whatever it is you're doing this to murder smart. them. He thinks in the future. He did something all right. <laughs> Then, guys, I don't support serial killers, I promise. She doesn't support serial killers, but she is fascinated by them. <laughs> that doesn't make me sound like a psychopath. Well, Cinderella, wear the shoe. Ow. 
There was also a dumb waiter in this ho- oh, like in this we hotel. Saw in the hotel of American Horror Story. Do you know what a, you know what a dumb waiter is? It's right? like where you put all your dirty laundry, right? Well, it's a small elevator, so you can transport things between floors. Oh. He had this so that after he killed his people, he could shove them in the dumb waiter, lower them to the basement. So let's talk about this basement that's inside this creepy-ass hotel. Okay. Has a crematorium, because, you know, we got to burn these bodies to ash. Yeah. A dissection table. Okay. Vats of acid. Okay. Surgical tools, because you can't have a dissection table without your surgical tools. Jars of poison. Okay. Pits of lime. I don't know what that is. You put lime on top of a body, and it will just churn it to mush. Okay. I feel like that smells so bad. Oh, I'm sure that this basement smelled terrible. I don't know how serial killers do it. Like, the smell alone would just make me stop. I'm telling you. And it also had a vast variety of torture devices. Oh. So he could use those in his soundproof rooms upstairs on the second floor. (sighs) So, literally, this is a hotel of horror. Yeah. You've heard that song, uh, Hotel California by the Eagles, right? I think so, yeah. You can check out anytime you'd like, but you can never leave. That's yeah. this hotel. <laughs> At least there is an upside to this. Because he was arrested and sentenced to death 7 May of 1896. Okay. He was hanged. That was the way they sentenced him to death. Yeah. But his neck didn't break. When the trap door fell. So it took him 15 minutes to God, suffocate. God, that's terrible. He did asphyxiate plenty of people yeah. via gas in that's, his that's true. torture chambers. That's true. So maybe that was like a an evening out, a reckoning. I don't know. So how does the World's Fair Hotel play into American Horror Story Hotel, you ask? Oh, sure, I ask. I thought you did. Well, your favorite actor, who plays the character James Patrick March, who is... Evan Peters. Evan Peters. He's so fine. In the... Oh, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. In the show, Hotel, uh-huh. he created the hotel with lots of secret passages. Okay. Right? And the rooms to hide the bodies and torment his victims from American Horror Story Hotel. That's cool. So, that sounds a little reminiscent of... H.H. Holmes, does it not? Yeah. Now, let's talk about the hotel you do kind of know something about. Cecil Hotel. The Cecil Hotel. The Cecil Hotel was built in 1924. It has 14 stories and 700 rooms. Dang. It was built for business travelers and Hollywood tourists. It had marble floors, alabaster statues, stained glass windows... And it was built by a man named William Banks Hanner for $1 million. That's not a lot. Well, in today's money, it would be $21.2 million. Dang. The Cecil Hotel opened its doors in 1927. And it did awesome. So a long time ago. It is a long time ago. From your time. Rude as hell. I know. When the Great Depression happened in 1929... So two years after the Cecil opened, the downtown L.A. area, which is where the Cecil was built, was hit really hard. 
a large part of the city around the Cecil Hotel degraded into poverty-stricken area, which is now known as Skid Row. I knew that. You did know that. Skid Row. Skid Row. The name actually came from the 1800s. Okay. Which was from the expansion of the Western Railroad. The muddy roads were covered in logs. Mm-hmm. So the lumber for the railroad tracks could be transported across the mud. Okay. Okay. These log roads were called skid roads. Oh. As more and more people came looking for jobs along the railroad, the term became known as skid rows, describing the neighborhoods that would surround the areas where the workers lived to help build the railroad. Oh, that's cool. So skid row is a neighborhood in L.A., Its official name is Central City East. It is known mostly for its concentrated homeless population since the 1930s. It contains one of the largest stable populations of homeless people in the United States. Yep. You knew that already, didn't you? Thought you had a good one. I do. I do. I do. Did you know that the crime rate is 63% higher than the national average? Yes. Did you know that the violent crime rate is 148% higher than the national average? No. Petty crime, like stealing stealing things, that's 63% higher. Violent crime, like battery and murder. Murder! 148%. Red rum. Red rum. Murder. Higher than the national average. Skid Row covers 54 blocks of East L.A. That's a huge area, really. And it has been described as, are you ready for this? Because this is pretty awesome. Yeah. Something reminiscent of a zombie apocalypse, the seediest place in America, a third world country, one of the densest concentrations of human suffering on the planet. Damn, did you know if you go through that area, you have a 50-50 chance of getting stabbed with needles? No, I didn't know that, but that's disturbing. Would you like to know... When all of the craziness started at the Cecil Hotel. Well, it actually started when it first opened. So the first suicide happened at the Cecil Hotel. Okay. On January 22nd of 1927. And it was a man named Percy Cook, and he shot himself inside the hotel. Do you know why he shot himself? No. Oh, okay. I do not. Okay. In 1931, there was an overdose. Okay. In 1934, Louis Borden slit his throat. Oh. In 1938, Roy Thompson jumped. And in the same year, another person by the name of Grace Margot, air quote, fell. Air quote, air quote. Now, they can't prove that she was pushed or anything like that, but she fell from the Cecil. Yeah. In 1944, Dorothy Purcell gave birth in the bathroom and threw her baby out the window. Oh, my God. Robert Smith fell in 1947. Okay. And then we have someone who you know a little bit about, who is Elizabeth Short, also known as... The Black Dahlia. The Black Dahlia was reportedly said to have been seen there in 1947 in the bar. And then they found her mutilated body not five miles away. Dang. Now, they never confirmed that she was in the bar. That was just hearsay. Yeah. Rumor said she was seen in that bar and then found not five miles away 
Maybe that's like Mutilated. drawing attention. So like then they would go find her. Maybe. Then Helen Gurney fell, air, air quotes, quotes, in 1954. Julia Moore fell, air quotes, in 1962. Also in 1962, a woman jumps, her name was Pauline Otten, and then she landed on a man on the sidewalk after she jumped from the building, and they both died. Oh, that man was just, like, walking? Yes. Like, an innocent passerby was hit by a falling body and died. Oh, my God. In 1964, there was this woman named Goldie who was known for feeding the pigeons. Okay. She was an older woman, like, in her 60s. Okay. And she was found raped and murdered inside the hotel. Dang. 1975, Allison Lowell fell. It cuts. And then two unidentified men also fell or jumped in 1992 and 2015. Dang. That's a lot of death. Yeah, I feel like I just shut my hotel down. That's a lot. Like, you know, most hotels, maybe like once in the hotel's life. Yeah. But this is like crazy amount. Yeah. But we haven't gotten to some of the best parts. Excuse me, sorry. There's also someone else you know that used to be a resident at this hotel who paid to stay weeks at a time. Do you want to know who it is? Yeah. Richard Ramirez. The Night Stalker. The Night Stalker. He was a resident. In oh this hotel, God. he stayed on the 14th floor and paid $14 a night. That sounds really cheap. Yes. From June of 1984 to August of 1985, the Night Stalker terrorized L.A. He'd break into homes. He'd rape and murder women. Yeah. And apparently, he would commonly throw his clothes in the dumpster at the hotel and, like, walk into the hotel barely dressed. And just walked to his room. Yes, because he was covered in blood. Oh, my God. Yes. He was convicted of five attempted murders, 11 sexual assaults, and 13 murders. Dang. He got arrested August 31st of 1985, and then he was sentenced to death, but he never made it to carry out the death penalty because he died of cancer in 2013. Dang. That's, like, really... Like, not even that long ago. No. So Richard Ramirez shows up in American Horror Story in what episode, Peyton? The Devil's Night. Yes, The Devil's Night. He was an actual resident at the Cecil Hotel. Yeah. And we also see him in American Horror Wasn't Story Hotel. John Wayne Gacy a resident? No. There's another serial killer who was also a, yeah, resident of the Cecil Hotel. Okay. His name. Who was it? His name was Jack Unterweger. I don't think I've heard of him before. I hadn't either. He murdered a woman in Austria. He was arrested in 1976. They released him from his life sentence because he was reformed in 1990. So he went on parole. Yeah. He became a writer, decided he was going to try his hand at being an author. Yeah. Went to L.A., to do an article on the red light district, which is like the sex workers. Yeah. During this time that he was staying at the Cecil, he killed three prostitutes by taking their bra straps and strangling them between 1990 and 1991. Holy crap. They Uh just like strangle them with their own bra straps? Yes. 
and then he was arrested and charged with nine murders. What? Nine. And he was extradited to Austria. While he was awaiting trial, he committed suicide in 1994. That was puss. Mm-hmm. Now, the most recent thing that happened uh-huh. at hotel at Cecil Hotel, what was it? Uh, wasn't it the girl that was, like, really frantic in that elevator? Yes. I don't so, remember her name. Eliza Lamb. I knew it. <laughs> so, Eliza Lamb. She's a Lamb, Canadian, right? Yes. A Canadian student who checked into the hotel January 26th of 2013. They declared her missing January 31st when the parents had had no word from her after yeah. she was supposed to have checked out. Everybody knows about the famous elevator footage, right? We've seen that. It's yeah. been all over. Like, all over, yeah. Yes. And so she was, like, doing this really weird stuff, like, dancing back and forth, like, looking outside the elevator. It's like somebody was, like, looking for her. Yes. She was hitting all the buttons. She was in and, and out and in and out. from, like, the doors never shut. Right, and the doors wouldn't close, which was so weird. Like, it was, it was like, almost like somebody was standing, like there but like they weren't standing there so weeks later okay after she was supposed to have called her parents and she didn't check out she was declared missing yeah weeks after this the guests of the hotel started complaining about the water pressure and it tasting weird like the water tasting weird brown yes well that's because they found her in the water tank on top of the roof Wow. I thought the I thought the roof was like locked and everything. Yes. Well and that's why it's been such a controversial Yeah. Case because they ruled it an accidental drowning. Yeah. But, but there ain't no way that tiny girl got that door open. Well, they and ruled it that way ain't. because there was no physical trauma, there was no drugs. But there are so many people that suspect foul play because she was found in this water tank on a locked Roof Wasn't it like she didn't have any clothes on? I thought she didn't have any clothes on. Uh, that I don't know. I didn't read that, so I can't confirm that. Okay. But the lid to the water tank was closed. Yeah. And she was a fairly small, statured human being. Yeah. And the water in the water tank was deeper than her height. So this lid is a concrete lid yeah there ain't no way she would have got that over so how did she move it into place without sinking in the water like i don't know it's very strange but either way we're not here to to dictate that yeah rule rule that one way or the other it was ruled as an accident yeah i i don't know it was locked i don't know how she got up there yeah it's crazy so during this whole time since the hotel started yeah and now the hotel changed a few times, right? Okay, yeah. It was bought in 2019 <clears throat> by an L.A. architecture firm who announced it would offer 299 hotel rooms and 264 affordable units, like, for people to rent long-term. Yeah. The plans fell through for having upscale hotel rooms. Yeah. And instead, it reopened in 2021 as only apartments. So 600 units... That were like 160 square feet each, so pretty small. They're small. They had common kitchens and bathrooms, so nobody had their own. It was just like a common area for those things. And people were paying $900 to $1,200 per month for a a qualifying resident. Dang. As far as I know... 
I think they're remodeling it, aren't they? It is operating with these units for rent. But if you look at the front of the hotel, it's still, like, boarded up. Like, there's cardboard over all the windows to the front entrance. Yeah. Rumor has it people still live in there, but nobody sees people coming and going. Yeah. Um, like, I could have swore I saw something on, like, the internet that it's doing, like, construction right now or something. I mean, I read that, but then I also read that after that construction was supposed to happen, which was in 2019, Mm -hmm. that they opened it in 2021. Oh. Now, I don't know, because obviously we don't live in L.A., but... Um, I want to go there. I want to go see the Cecil Hotel. There are so many good documentaries about it, though, on Netflix. There is a documentary about it on Netflix. You're There's right. Like and it's four. like a huge one over yeah. the uh, Lamb Girl. Yeah. All in all, how does this all tie in together, right? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Ryan Murphy, who's the creator of American Horror Story, yeah. cited his inspiration with for Hotel for this whole series, saying, a girl lost in an elevator in a downtown hotel. She was never seen again. That's the Lisa Lamb girl. Yes. And then he tied in all of these other things. Because if you remember some of the characters. Yeah. We have the girl who committed suicide. Yeah. There was... The druggie in there. Uh Uh-huh. Then you had Richard Ramirez. Evan Peters. Yep, who plays Mr. March, and he was H.H. Holmes. Uh Uh-huh. So, a lot of correlation between the two hotels. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Me too. After you dug into it, it's, like, creepy and... Like, really fascinating for some reason. Yes. It's it's fascinating and creepy and just generally a, a cool story. Yeah. So, there you go, Peyton. American Horror Story Hotel is actually based on a few real hotels. What? Those are the facts. But really, who the hell cares?